Now, an hour of clarity for exhausted people of our nation mired in toxic partisanship. Left versus right, us versus them. While we pay to keep our politicians fighting, how do we the people rise up and solve the great challenges of our time? We do it by embracing freedom and liberty. There may be no such thing as a free lunch, but this hour is as close as it gets. Welcome to A Free Solution. Hey, good afternoon. It is Tuesday, and I'm here at noon on WYSL in Rochester, WENY, ENI, and Elmira Corning, the Patriot, WACK in Newark, New York, the cool New York. Myra Sharp, also host of the Sharpway Show. Reach out to me, 585 346 3000 to chat about a free solution here in Western New York. Look, there is a lot of stuff going on here in New York. Cuomo, our Lord and Master, His Majesty King Andrew Cuomo II, all hail the King, is under fire. I've had him under fire for about three years, four years now already, but no one paid attention to me. But now he's under fire. And I know people outside of New York are thinking, this could be it for him. This could be the end. This might be the end of Cuomo. And there's a lot of people in New York who really hope that's true. Sadly, I don't think it is. I just don't. I could be wrong, but I don't. There are two things that are starting to happen right now. And that is perhaps an actual federal investigation. And uh, the ability to, I'm sorry, not the ability, the bill to remove his executive, special executive powers. Those are the two things that are happening now. Do you really think that any investigation is going to do anything to him? If it's in any way state level, he's just going to get rid of it. Remember, he got rid of the Moreland Commission. He created a commission to root out corruption. Sounds great. Oh my God, we'll root out corruption. Well done, your majesty. You are a glorious God King. Well done. Thank you for your sympathy for us. And then the Mullen Commission says, why don't we start looking at you, your majesty? He went, Mullen Commission? Terrible idea. Away with you. And he destroyed the Mullen Commission. And that was fine. And he still got reelected. So it's not like, That's a big deal for him. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, how harsh is this investigation going to be? You're now investigating someone who used to be a prosecutor. This is his world. He knows this better than anybody. He's going to say nothing that will get him in trouble. Nothing. Why do you think he won't say sorry? That would mean he's responsible for something. The only thing he's admitted to is literally his words. uh, No, I'm not using his words. I'm sorry. I'm paraphrasing what his words said. I really should have beat up the liars. That's what he's saying. You know, my mistake was not beating up the liars. That was my mistake. They're all liars. I had to, I should have fought the haters. See, that's, that's my problem. I take responsibility for that. Someone as awesome as I am, you know, has haters. And I should have fought the haters. That was his response. Okay, savvy. 
So is it really going to go that far? You might say, well, Larry, what about the special executive powers? They'll get them or not. They might. They're going to expire April 30th anyway. So they might just say, we'll show him and we'll get rid of him a month early. That'll burn him. No. Even if they get rid of his special executive powers, and that might happen. That That's a possibility. He still runs the state with an iron fist. How does that change anything? How does it change anything? Nothing. He's still going to do what he wants. And the assembly will still do nothing. It's what they're going to do. It's what they've been doing for 10 years. So it's not like all of us... All the executive powers did was it made him do it faster. And made it law faster. That's it. But he's been doing this stuff for 10 years. It's not changing. So they might do that. But it'll be symbolic. Only symbolic. And if it's just symbolic, so what? It doesn't change anything. Have you heard of a decent plan or an idea coming from the Republicans? No. No. They put out press releases. So did I. My press releases actually had solutions. Yeah. Free solutions. Name of the show. Yeah. Mine had solutions. But the Republicans came out and theirs was Cuomo bad. Cuomo bad. For a party that literally had to deal with Trump bad for four years. Orange man bad. For four years being beat up by the left. You would think they would change and not do the same thing to Cuomo and just go, King bad, King bad. But that's what I keep seeing from the statewide party. Just saying, King bad. We know the King is bad. We've known for years. That's not new. That's not an answer. That's not a solution. That's crying. That's whining. I get it. He makes you want to cry and whine. Me too. I cry and whine too. I have a terrible king. Yes, I cry and whine. And I create solutions and answers and policies to make things better. It's the and part that I am very disappointed in the statewide Republican Party. It's not doing that. Some of the local guys are, guys and gals are. Some are. Some are. But as a whole, we're going to get rid of him. We're going to get... No, you're not. No, you're not. That's a fantasy. It's a fantasy you've been telling this state for 18 years. And you're going to solve this and then Republican Party is going to grow and take over the state. That hasn't been true in a decade, maybe a bit more, and still isn't true. You're not going to move the people in the middle to come to Republicans and or Republicans who've given up to actually vote for you if you don't have an actual plan. What I'm seeing in this state, and sadly in some cases across the country, depending upon where you go, is two parties. The Democratic Party, which is the party of bad ideas, and the Republican Party, which is the party of no ideas. This is not a win, guys. No matter how you slice it, it's not a win. And I'm talking about New York State, where we have one-party rule. And they got tons of ideas. 
they're all terrible, but they're ideas. And if you're saying to yourself, I want to change something. If you're, if you're not politically active and you're just looking for change or something to get better and you're not paying deep attention and the Republicans are yelling Cuomo bad and Cuomo saying, I've got this plan that will make things nice, even though it never works. His stuff is always makes things worse. But if you're not paying attention, what do you do? Guess I'll vote Democrat. They got a plan. We're facing that right now in New York. And what bothers me is Cuomo is weak right now. That's true. He is weak right now. And there's no one who's paying attention enough to where we can actually strike and actually hurt him. He's weak now. The attack that will be upon him, in my view, and I hope I'm wrong. I, you have no idea how much I hope next month you will point your finger at me and go, Larry, you were wrong. Ha, ha, ha. I will happily be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But I don't see it. I see the same old, we're going to get him and we'll teach him a lesson and some righteousness concept of trying to raise money so that people will give money for some lawsuit or something or whatever, and then nothing will happen. And 2022 comes along. And he slides right back into office again. And the Republican Party goes back to, we'll get him next time. We'll teach him a lesson. No, you won't. If you don't have actual plans to fix this state, more people are going to leave. He's going to hold on to this state until there's nothing left of it. And he can move on to the next. He can suck everything out of this state and then move on to the next. I am not happy about this. I'm trying to give us solutions and talk in a way that gets people to see if you have an actual plan, then people will support you. They will vote for you. There are two types of people that we have to get to get Cuomo out. One, Republicans who've given up and don't vote anymore. And some of you know what I'm talking about. There are parts of upstate New York particularly where only one in six eligible voters vote. The rest have given up. They're like, why bother? Nothing changes. Who cares? They're waiting to pack up and leave. They can't wait till they either, their elderly parent passes away, or their kid's out of high school, or, you know, they get their pension, they retire. Any of those things happen, they're gone. They're in Arizona, Florida, wherever, North Carolina. They pack up and leave. They've given up. And the person who's not a hardcore Cuomo supporter, who's just supporting who they think is going to do the best for them, we can get those people and we can make real change. That is a free solution. Absolutely. Larry Sharp here on A Free Solution. Give me a call. 585-346-3000. Back after the break. A free solution. Hey, everybody. So happy to have you back here. Larry Sharp, host of The Sharpway Show. Please follow me on Facebook or YouTube on The Sharpway. I'd love to. But not just that. If you like this show, you think it's cool, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you get the super cool Kevin Wilson. Yes, 
You want that? Follow A Free Solution on Facebook and YouTube, and you get us five days a week. Come on. You can't beat that. But I'm here right now, WYSL, Rochester, New York, WNY, ENI, Elmira, and Corning, The Patriot, and WACK in Newark, New York, 585-346-3000. I want to grab some comments from the interwebs. Does that sound cool? No, it sounds dumb, doesn't it? I'll grab a couple of those and respond right now. Craig says, God did it. King Angelo II, praise be unto him. And it's funny, but it's true. This goes back to who's accountable. And he won't say that he's accountable. This is why I think the investigation is going to fail. Whatever you might think of His Majesty, and clearly I'm not a fan, it doesn't mean you don't respect his savviness. To do that, to underestimate your enemy, is a mistake. And, you know, while Craig is joking, it's still true. I mean, he's going to blame everybody. It's an act of God, right? It's not him. This is a savvy politician. That's how he's able to do what he does. We can't underestimate him. Doing that would be a mistake. Uh, I'm totally with you, Craig. I agree completely. So let me keep going here. Um, Logic says, another mistake Cuomo made was writing that book about how great his leadership was. Giving yourself a pat on the back. Larry, do you think there's any possible way to remove Cuomo? I don't think there's any way of removing Cuomo. The book... Maybe it would only be if the book said something that was literally not true. If it's an opinion or how cool he is, it's an opinion. He's not going to go to jail or be punished for that. I mean, he might be punished socially, but, but there's going to be no actual punishment. Unless he says that was an actual lie that could be used against him in some way. But the, my, the odds are he will say it was an editor or his ghostwriter. He'll throw someone else under the bus. That's what he does. He's very good at throwing his friends under the bus. That's why many of them have gone to jail in New York State, but not him. So even if that happens, I think he'll throw them under the bus. I know this will make some of you angry. I'm just going to tell you my opinion. I think there is absolutely no way to remove Cuomo via an impeachment process. The only way is to vote him out. I don't see any other way. There's... He runs the state with an iron fist. Most of the people are afraid of him. You saw what he did to the the assemblyman Kim. Was, it, was that his name, Kim? I think that's right. Out of um, New York City. The second he said something, Cuomo hammered him so bad. And that guy didn't even get to go on CNN. He could only go on Fox. CNN wouldn't even put him on. Only Fox put him on. Not that I'm against him being on Fox, but if you watch Fox News, you already hate Cuomo. There's no new person that watches Fox and goes, oh, I used to love Cuomo. Kim said something. Now I hate him. That didn't happen. Now put him on CNN, MSNBC. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe someone who's thinking iffy, iffy might go, maybe this guy's a bad guy. So I think if you see how the media also treated or is treating this, you know, CNN and MSNBC aren't even touching this. Fox is all over it. But the people who watch Fox already hate Cuomo. So it doesn't do anything except reinforce the people who don't like him. So I don't think so. That's my view. Again, guys, I, I know I'm being kind of Debbie Downer. I apologize for that. I don't like to be Debbie Downer. 
but I want to be realistic in my opinions. And I'm sometimes wrong, but I'm most of the time right. It's true. Some of you get mad when I say that, but I am most of the time right. I'm probably right on this one. If I'm wrong, I'm happy to be wrong. I'll come back and say, Logic, you were right. I was totally wrong. So Brian says, you should have been governor. Run again. I'll vote again. Thank you, brother. I agree. I should have been governor. Yes. Sadly, about too many Americans, I mean, the New Yorkers did not think that was true. I wish they did. So, yes. King Andrew bad now. Yeah, Paula, I just, while that may feel good, and I think if you're a Democrat, orange man bad feels good, right? If you're a Democrat and you're yelling about how evil Trump is, I'm sure that feels good. It's just not effective, right? It's not effective in making change. It's not effective in getting people to believe in you. It doesn't work. You've got to have some kind of idea. And sadly, with the Democrats, their ideas are bad. They're heavily about just spend more money, bigger programs. That's their whole answer. I've had people on my Shopway show, literally, I ask them questions about how to fix things. And the answer is always the same thing. More taxes. Beat up the businesses. Beat up, you know, the rich people. That's always the answer. And when I push back and go, what happens when they move away and don't want to pay and take the jobs with them? They won't. We'll just keep punishing them. The beatings will continue until morale improves. And that doesn't work. So short term, does it feel good to yell Cuomo bad? It does. I like it too. I'm, it does feel good. It's just not effective. You also have to have an actual answer. So thank you for that, Paul. I appreciate that. So the R had solutions too. He stole yours, <laughs> called him out on it. Literally, he took word for word. That's true. When I ran for governor, the Republican did take a bunch of my ideas. But I was okay with it. If he just would have kept going, my worry, and this is the second part. This is the second part. And I know if you're a Republican and you're listening, you might be a little bothered by this. But you know, I wear my libertarian, my I wear my libertarianism on my sleeve. You, you know what you're watching when you tuned in. You know what you're listening to when you tuned in. And the problem I had with the Republican candidate, he wasn't a bad guy at all. I don't know if you guys know who he was. He's the uh, executive now for one of our counties. He's not a bad guy at all. He really isn't. If you meet him, he's a nice guy. He he cares about his county. He wants the right thing. The problem is he didn't have any good policies. He was thrown into a meat grinder. He was thrown in as a sacrificial lamb. He could never win. And then once it was over, he just went home. He didn't keep going. When the election was over, I didn't just go home. I kept going. I'm still going because I actually want to fix this state. I'm one of those crazy people who actually loves this state. I'm teasing. A lot of New Yorkers love this state. Now, say it again. I'll keep saying it. New York State is an amazing state with every single thing you could possibly want in this state. I don't care what you like, what you're into, what you enjoy. It's in this state. And it's amazing. We love our state. We hate our government. You fix our government and New York State is the closest thing to a paradise that you will find in this country. I'm not even joking. Beautiful state with amazing businesses, amazing you know, forests, 
lakes, rivers, skiing, vacation, history, you name it. It's here. Broadway, sports, whatever's your thing in this state. And we being we are being crushed by our government. So, yeah. Anyway, we can fix it. I know we can. Yes. You have a better chance of taking on King Andrew than New York GOP. Well, any outsider does. Me included, but any outsider. And that's the issue. You got to find an outsider. You got to find someone that Republicans will vote for, Democrats will vote for, and the people who have kind of given up will show up and go, whoa, 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 whoa. This this person's different. I'm, I'm believing it. I think that's the biggest issue right there. So, uh, yeah, I think that's it. So, uh, let's see if I keep going here. We have to educate people on the destruction of all socialist Marxist politicians. This is an educational issue more than a political issue. A few econ classes in high school can change perception. I'm glad you brought up, Jay. I'm glad you brought up education. Um, I'm, I don't think we want to destroy socialist Marxist po- politicians. I do think we want to educate our people so those types are dismissed. And there's a difference in there, right? And it's not just econ, it's also civics. And education's a big deal. The Department of Education nationally came down with some rules on testing. I'm going to cover that after the break. Larry Sharp, here on A Free Solution. Please give me a buzz or follow me on Facebook and YouTube, A Free Solution. 585-346-3000. Back after the break. business relies on computers and technology to operate. Slow, unreliable networks and servers can cause unplanned downtime and affect your bottom line. The experts at Simple Tech Innovations are here to help. Their preventative maintenance program ensures that your computers and network are kept up to date and monitored for any issues, keeping your business running smoothly. They also help clients achieve HIPAA, PCI, and New York State cybersecurity compliance to keep your network safe and secure. Whatever your business IT needs are, Simple Tech Innovation should be your first call. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. Call them today for a free consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. Hey guys, Larry Sharp back here on A Free Solution. I appreciate you giving me a chunk of your afternoon. Uh, WYSL, Rochester, New York, WENYENI, Elmire, recording the Patriot, WACK. I keep saying that. ACK, Newark, New York. Reach out to me, 585 346 3000. Now, I think it was Jay, if not mistaken, brought up the idea of education. 
I think I misunderstood him. He wasn't talking about the destruction of the actual politicians. He might have wanted those. But I think he was talking about the destruction that those politicians bring. So if I misunderstood, Jay, I apologize. But I want to talk about your point. It's a valid point. The idea that education is key. You're right. You are 100% correct. It's not just econ. It is econ. But it's also civics. And you might say, well, Larry, why don't we have econ and civics and things like that in high school? There's a big reason why. Standardized testing. Federally mandated standardized testing. That is a big reason. And you may go, Larry, why does that matter? Because so much of the federal funding and federal grants that come to schools are based upon standardized testing. And many states, New York State included, now judge how they give their state grants and their state money based upon standardized testing. So the cash comes in based upon standardized testing. Well, why is that a bad thing? Because standardized testing is English and math. That's what it is. It's not econ. It's not civics. It's not shop. It's not home ec. It's not any of those things. It's just those two. So it forces the school to get cash to focus on those subjects. If you notice, many private schools don't, not all, but many private schools don't focus as much on those two. Why? They're not relying upon federal funds. The standardized testing is only used for marketing for them, right? Look how good our kids do on tests. Come pay a check, you know, for whatever thousands of dollars per year. But if they're not concerned about that, if it's a specialized school that's not worried about standardized testing and it prides itself on something else, for example, if you are, say, a Catholic school or something and you're worried more about, say, college placement or you're more worried about, say, ha- having a religious background or education. If you're focused on that, you don't really care much about the standardized testing. A little bit. You're a public school. It's everything. It's everything. So if we were to end standardized testing, federal standardized testing, now, Jay, if you want to, you'd have some power to go into your local school and say, guys, how about some econ? How about some civics? Why don't we teach our kids about how the economy works, about how the government works? The amount of people, youngsters more than the older population, who don't who can't even name the three branches of government is shocking. Like you wouldn't believe it. Like they go, well, you know, like the president, like he runs everything, right? They just assume that whoever the president is basically the king, which in certain cases that's true. But anyway, that shouldn't be true. And they don't know basic economics. If they did, they wouldn't jump so quickly on the open socialist train. They wouldn't jump so quickly on it. I know a lot of people get angry at people who love socialism. I would look to what Jay's talking about. Many of those people actually don't know any better. Many people, not all, some know, and they are like, this is the answer, go do this. But there's a big chunk that just don't know any better. And if they were educated effectively, 
they would come our way. They just don't know. So thank you for that, Jay. I think that's a very important point. But what's happened recently? Why I brought this up. This was actually on my list. So Jay, thank you for, for pushing me into this good segue. The Federal Department of Education has decided that we must take tests this year. We're not going to get out of the test this year. You must take them. So now you're going to have kids who aren't getting a decent education, who are shocked, don't know, clueless. There are estimates of about 3 million kids in New York, I'm not New York, New York, sorry, in the country who actually aren't going to school anymore, literally just are done, aren't going anymore. All those kids have to now take a test. The federal government has decided we have to anyway. And the teachers unions are against it. They're like, this isn't right. We don't want to do this. Why? Teachers unions are actually saying these are unnecessarily stressful exams. Oh, it's not fair. They're not fair tests. Where were you last year and the year before and 30 years before? Now they're bad? Where you been? Why do they care now? Because tests also, which is not a part of what Jay was talking about, but it still affects them. That's how teachers are judged. Yeah. So now teachers are judged by those standardized tests. Yeah. And the kids aren't going to do well. And we're in an environment where you can't make a mistake. If you make a mistake, that's it. It's zero tolerance. Cancel culture. We can't survive in that. So now when the teachers mess up, they're going to hammer the teachers. And they know that. They know that. They're like, we can't do that. It's not fair. Because you'll blame us and you'll hammer us. Yep. That's true. So finally, I've got teachers on my side. Yay. Terrible reason, but I got them on my side. For those of you who remember when I ran, I talked about a total revamp of our system that Jay would have given us these options. No more K through 12. K through 10. Yes. No more standardized testing until kids get into high school. Standardized testing when the kids are young is no indication of their success as they get older. And if you're a bad test taker, you are labeled the dumb kid. And if you're labeled the dumb kid, you will act out. That's how that works. That's how that works. It is a terrible idea to be having younger kids being stressed and punished with these tests. We have found that now we have more stressed kids, higher suicide rates, all upon tests that have no value whatsoever. Unfair way of judging schools, unfair way of grading teachers, unfair way of grading students. Instead, let's wait till they get into high school, take some of these tests, but the tests aren't whether you're smart or dumb or whatever they think you are. It's an aptitude test. What are you good at? What are you good at? Take that at 15, 16 years old, maybe two years in a row, at 15 and 16. By then you know how to take a test. You've taken enough of them. You're not stressed anymore. And it's not judging whether you're smart or dumb or whatever they think. It's judging on what you're good at. What do you enjoy? So now you're 16, 10th grade. You're done. Take a test. If you pass a basic New York State test, you pass that test, high school diploma. Done. Now you got two years left. Our constitution in New York State says we must pay for all school grades 1 through 12. In New York State, education's a right. That's how that works in our state. 
Got to make a constitutional amendment to change that. So we got to pay for the last two years. Here's what we do. When I was a Marine, when I got out, I got the GI Bill. The GI Bill said, here's X thousands of dollars. You got 10 years to use it. Good luck. Go to college. Do the same thing with our kids. Here's $20,000. You got five years. Do what you want for your next two years. You want to go to a trade school for two years? Go. You want to go to a prep school? Because you want to become a doctor or a lawyer? Go. You want to go right away to a college, get a two-year associate's degree? Go. You want to start a business? Go. You want to just get a job? You can function in society? Go get a job. Go. Go do it. What will that do? It'll give kids purpose. That's what it'll do. You give kids purpose, you will watch the violence go down, the suicide go down, the sadness go down, all of that go down. Our kids aren't being killed by drugs or guns or video games. Our kids are dying for three reasons. Lack of purpose, lack of community, and loneliness. That is what's killing our children. Give them purpose at 16, 15 years old. Put them in the schools that they want to be in. Imagine if you now select your school at 16. Where's the bullying going to come from? It isn't. The kid who doesn't want to be in school isn't in school. The kid who wants to be in shop school isn't at school. The kid who wants to be a plumber is being a plumber. The kid who wants to be a football player is being a football player. They're all going to where they want to go. They're choosing. Imagine if you're a teacher and your entire class wants to be there. The difference in discipline. The difference in learning. You can't go beat somebody up. I got to go do something. I have purpose. I got stuff to do. But Larry, 16-year-old kids will make mistakes. Yeah. Great at 16. The price for failure at 16 is almost nothing. Now they're making mistakes at 26. That's expensive. That's expensive in time, money, energy, debt. Way expensive. You're going to make mistakes. Me too. You, everybody else. Make them at 16, not 26. Big difference. You'll also do something else. You'll begin to understand what it means to make decisions, to be responsible, to have your own money, to do what you want with your own money at 16, 17, 18. By the time you're 20-something, you're better with money, Jay. Maybe you don't have to do econ classes because life taught you econ, right? Life taught you econ. Like many of us, life taught us econ. That's the way we deal with that issue. You can make a good system. That's a free solution. In fact, it's a cheaper solution. We drop about $20,000 per year per kid. With my plan, we only drop 10. We actually save money. That's a cheaper solution, not free. That's cheaper. Man, we're rocking and rolling. I appreciate the time you're giving me, guys, really so much. Larry Sharp, host of the Sharpway Show, here on A Free Solution. Please follow us on Facebook and YouTube. Back after the break. This is Kevin Wilson, the host of A Free Solution. If you're enjoying this episode right now, you think that me and Larry Sharp are providing good content to you, I'd appreciate you doing us a favor. We have a Patreon now. If you go to patreon.com slash a free solution, pledge to donate five, ten dollars a month, just a, a few bucks a week, and this helps us create new content, hire better researchers, get better guests. 
and helps us stay on air too because it's not totally free to be on the air. Give $5, $10 a month to our Patreon and as a reward, we also give you exclusive early access to some of our episodes and bonus content as well, stuff that you will no longer be able to find on the podcast. So go to patreon.com slash a free solution to support our show and make sure that me and Larry Sharp can give you the best content possible. Thanks. A free solution. How, what are you talking about? You're now going to override. We did it already. That's the law, an orange zone and a red zone. Follow the facts. I'm so confused. Well, then you're confused. I'm confused. And then I'll tell you what you mean. Still, parents are still confused as well. The school. No, they're not confused. Tomorrow. You're confused. No, I think but parents read the are law, confused as well. Read the law and you won't be confused. Just read the law. I am the law. That's really what he's trying to say. Absolutely. Larry Sharp back here on A Free Solution. Uh, W-Y-S-L, Rochester. W-E-N-Y-E-N-I, Elmira, according to Patriot. W-A-C-K, Newark, New York. Yes, that's exactly how he feels. He is the law. Treat the law. No one's confused. Keep the schools closed. Even though everyone agrees, schools are not super spreaders. Everyone agrees. But the problem is, once you go down that road, this goes back to what I was talking about earlier about him, you can't back off. If you back off, then you admit you're wrong. So he has to double and triple down. Otherwise, he has to admit he's wrong. And when you are infallible, as he is, his majesty is, how can you ever admit that you're wrong? So he goes right down that road and ensures, doubles down, triples down, keeps going. Absolutely. Let me grab a couple more comments from online if I could. From what I see online, Desiree says, a lot of people aren't happy about how the governor has been running things. They're just unsure of other options. That's where sharing info about libertarians comes in. Yes, they're they're unsure. So they do one of two things. They fall back to their old ideas, common, or they give up. And I think that's been really bad in New York recently. I know a lot of people don't like Trump. I get it. One thing Trump has done, whether you like him or not, is without question, he's motivated a lot of people to vote. And that's a good thing, right? I know a lot of people say, well, you only want people to vote to vote for you. No, I want them to vote for me. I want them to vote Libertarian. I want you all to vote Libertarian. But I also want you to vote. Because if you check out, I can never get you to vote Libertarian. But if you're active and you're paying attention and you're voting, I got a shot. So I actually do want more people to vote, even if they're not voting Libertarian, because then I have a chance of getting you to vote my way. But if you've checked out, I got nothing. So I am one of those crazy people. I want to make sure everybody's voting to the best of their ability. I would like that. Now, I think, um, is that Marielina disagrees? He says, you have to go back to a soft patriarchy and take voting rights uh, from a certain group. Look, I get your concern. I do. I would rather follow D- Jay's route. Let's follow Jay's route. Let's not take voting rights away. Let's better educate our voting population. How about that? I'm going to go with that. I'm gonna, I'd rather go Jay's route than your route. I get your worry and concern. It's valid. I like Jay's idea better. Let's go with him. 
So, yes. Jumping, uh, de- sorry, with Democrats jumping ship on Cuomo, John says, is it safe to say he's in trouble? Will the investigation be compromised? I, I don't think there is any chance of him actually being in trouble. I don't. Logic agrees. He says, I agree, Larry. I don't think we'll ever get rid of him. We might. But again, we require the outsider. That's the issue. That is the issue. We have to have the outsider. Paul asks, will the New York Democratic Party turn on him in the foreseeable future? No. He is too powerful. And he rules this state with an iron fist. I have met many elected officials across this state. And I tell a story often because it works. Someone once told me when they were describing who he is, they said, he is when the henchman becomes the boss. And no one's ever told me, no, that's not true. They're like, yeah, or whatever. No one goes, no, no one says that ever. I mean, beat up Kim, beating him up. So it's terrible. So Craig says, it was the same with Bobolinsky. Do I even remember that one? And Ukraine Gate. Oh, yes. Nobody would talk to him but Tucker Carlson. Yeah, Fox News will often take on the, the anti-Democrat you know, story, whatever that story is, very often. And good for Fox News. But it doesn't turn anyone's mind. The person who's watching Fox News already feels that way. It doesn't change anything. We need both of the major ones, Fox and CNN, to both pick up similar stories. And it's rare they do. It just really is rare that they do. I really wish it wasn't that way. So, Jake says, I've been saying this to my friends, all this evidence on Como, and nothing was done about it. I don't think nothing, Jake. I think something symbolic will be done. It'll be, see, we did something. We got them. Everything right now is symbolic. They're not even trying to win this war. One of the reasons why I did as well as I did, which of course I lost, they got my butt kicked, but when you consider the party I was running with, Libertarian Party, which usually doesn't even get 20,000 votes in the entire state, never has that ballot access ever, actually to get 2% of the vote and to get ballot access was an amazing achievement in that small pond. The loss is still a loss, but it's relative. Why did I do better? Because I was actually trying to win. I was trying my best to win. You can't say that about the others. They're not even trying. They're trying to get a small smack. See, I got them. They want to keep their power. That's what they're looking at. It's really, it's, it's not, it'll be symbolic. That's what it will be. It will be symbolic. Yes. So, uh, Larry, you were the only candidate running that I felt actually cared and listened to Upstate New York. That's true. I covered every single county, and I still do. I am there all the time. I don't stop. And this is one of the reasons why I made my K through 10. Jake, there are lots of counties, particularly in Upstate New York, where farming really matters. It's important. It's part of their culture. It's a lot of the people are trying to have family farms, things like that. Hardly true at all in New York City, but very common in parts upstate New York. Why is our education the same? Why is our education the same? The people in the area don't care about the same things. They don't. So 
I'm about people being happy and satisfied in their life, pursuing things that they care about. America was supposed to be about life, liberty, and a pursuit of happiness. That's gone. I'd like to make that a thing. Let's make that a thing again, right? I would like that to be a thing. And if you think farming is what's going to motivate you and agriculture is the thing that excites you and you want to do that, good. Go learn that. Whatever's going to make you happy. I don't care if you go to college or not. I want you to go where you want to go. I want you to be happy when you can be happy. And that's my entire plan for education system. Education shouldn't be about necessarily making you smarter. It's nice. Or learning physics. That's nice. But I wanted to set you up for happiness. That's what matters. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. Guys, thank you so much for giving me your afternoon. I'll see you.